Just let it be. <laughs> Isn't that like a Beatles song? Hmm. We come to number 43, poem 43 of uh, Sufi lyrics of Shah. He says, Now I have seen the fair beloved, whose beauty is always in such demand. Hmm. When Ahad alone existed, no divine glory was manifest. There was no Lord, or Prophet, or Allah, no Almighty, no all-powerful God. Ahad. Hmm. Seems he went back to the before things he created. He was without parallel or analogy, without likeness or comparison. There was no spectacle or model. Now there are thousands of things of all kinds. The Beloved came to put on various clothes. He called himself Adam from Ahud. He turned himself into Hamad and came as the leader of the prophets. He said, let it be and caused, and it was to be said, making form from formlessness. He mingled the mime into odd and created this vast expanse. I abandon the mosque, I abandon the idol temple, I do not keep Hindu fast, nor do I observe Ramadan. I have forgotten oblations and prayers with two prostrations. I sacrifice my life to you. Saints and prophets are his slaves. God. Hmm, now they're his slaves. Saints and prophets are his slaves. Men and angels prostrate themselves to him, laying their heads at his feet. He is the greatest overlord of all. No one who wishes to see him can do so without an intermediary. If Shah... Inarat uh, reveals the secret, then all mysteries are solved. Uh, it's pretty uh, intense. Uh, what do you do? Travel back before uh, creation itself? Uh, this guy is so advanced. Where has he been? Goodness, hmm. how'd that happen? Hmm. It's worth reading again. I don't have a comment. Hmm. Ahad, that's like the one or something. And uh, Hamad is like Muhammad. Hmm. Well. Now I have seen the fair beloved, whose beauty is always in such demand. When Ahad alone existed, no divine glory was manifest. There was no Lord, or Prophet, or Allah, no Almighty, no all-powerful God. Hmm. He was without parallel or analogy, without likeness or comparison. There was no spectacle or model. Now there are thousands of things of all kinds. 
This is like the cosmic Buddha, the cosmological Buddha. The beloved came to put on various clothes. He called himself Adam. Hmm. From Ahad, he turned himself into Hamad. Came as the leader of the prophets. He said, let it be, and caused, and it was, so to be said, making form from formlessness. He mingled the M-I-M into Ahad and created this vast expanse. This is like on creation. I abandon the mosque, I abandon the idol temple, I do not keep Hindu fast, nor do I observe Ramadan. I have forgotten ablutions and prayers with two prostrations. You forgot I've sacrificed my life to you. Saints and prophets are his slaves. Men and angels prostrate themselves to him, laying their heads at his feet. He is the greatest overlord of all. No one who wishes to see him can do so without an intermediary. Hmm. If Shah Inarat reveals a secret, then all mysteries are solved. They're saying you need an intermediary. You do need a a guru or something, a living guru. Shah. His was Shah Inarat. Who hmm. was a veggie grower. <laughs> so. Vegetables is what you need. Poem 44. Now who can recognize me? Now I have become something else. I think I have become something else. Now you can recognize. Now you who now who can recognize me? Now I have become something else. The guide taught me this lesson. There is no coming or going of the other there. The absolute being displays his beauty. Divine unity has created confusion. Hmm. Infinite at first, the beloved appears as manifest and hidden. Hmm. Hmm. I have no mark no name or mark anymore. All dispute and confusion has ended. Jeez. He just said divine unity has created confusion. <laughs> then he says, I have no name or mark anymore. All dispute and confusion has are ended. When the beloved displays his beauty, drunken fuckers become intoxicated. Now that I have observed the graceful movement of the wild geese, Bula, I have forgotten the motion of the crows. Uh, he says, they say that the wild geese is the 
movements of the spiritually aware. Poem 44. The refrain expresses the lover's mystical transformation through his experiences of the divine self-manifestation as described in the following verses. Wild geese are symbolically associated with the spiritually aware. Hmm. Hmm. Now who can recognize me? Now I have become something else. Uh -huh. You are just like Darshan sings you. After you get the uh, life-inspiring glance, you are never the same again. Oh, I have become something else. The guide taught me this lesson. There is no coming or going of the other three, other there. The absolute being displays his beauty. Divine unity has created confusion. Infinite at first. The beloved appears as manifest and hidden. I have no name or mark anymore. All dispute and confusion are ended. When the beloved displays his beauty, drunken fakirs become intoxicated. Now that I have observed the graceful movement of the wild geese, who, uh, I have forgotten the motion of the crows. <laughs> you forgot about them. It's one way to forget. <laughs> the graceful movement of the wild geese. If you were watching people who are spiritually aware, you will become something else. No one who wishes to see him can do so without an intermediary. This is more about the poetry from the introduction of page 15. The formal genres of Punjabi Sufi poetry fall into the same three broad categories as much pre-modern bhakti verse and the compositions of the Sikh gurus. The main lyrical form is the strophic poem with a refrain called a kefi, kafi or kefi, Punjabi pur kafiyan, which is designed for singing in Kawali. It also lends itself to solo singing by amateur devotees and professional performers. Less frequently attested are various longer strophic poems that may be either lyrical or didactic in character. And then there are the miscellaneous short verses typically used to express a single thought. Four lyrics and 112 short verses are attested for Farid, and some 160 mostly very short lyrics for Shah Hussein. About 200 short verses for Sultan Bahu, B-A-H-U. Then 271 lyrics plus miscellaneous odd verses for the later Kwaja Kulam Farid. <laughs> Seems there was a Farid, then another Farid. <laughs> Trying to figure that out. <laughs> 
We try to learn something along the way. He's trying to learn. Bulsha is known primarily for his K K Fies coffees. Uh, K A F I S is the present volume. Includes 157 of these lyrics, although the uncertain transmission of the text makes it difficult to be sure of the exact number of the authentic items. The poetic form of the coffee is used similar to other major genres of pre-modern North Indian religious poetry, such as the Vaishnava Pad of poets like Surdas or the Shabad, Shabad, Shabad of the Sikh gurus, Sikh gurus, composed in simple syllabic, syllabic <laughs> meters with the evenly distributed stresses. K fives consist of varying numbers of strongly rhymed verses. <laughs> strongly rhymed. Those by Buisha range from examples comprising only one or two verses which are possibly incomplete to occasional much longer poems of 20 verses or more which may contain later interpolations. All the verses have the same strongly marked final rhythm, usually consisting of two or more syllables. This rhyme is first introduced and then strongly reinforced throughout by a refrain that is typically shorter than the main verses of the cafe. The verses themselves are made up of smaller units of half and quarter verses, each typically marked by different internal rhymes. One of the commonest structures has verses consisting of four half lines rhyming BBBBA, CCCCA, or as exemplified in the opening of one of Pusha's most famous lyrics. <laughs> this is one of his most famous lyrics. Mm -hmm. Are you going to Get up. Bula ki janan man kan naman moman vik misatan naman vik kafutan ritan. Yeah, but it gets the poetic rhyme in the original. Nay, man, paki, vise, palitana, main, musana, faran, bulaki, kalamantan, namananda, babakitaban, abibakan, the kabasaraban, bulaki, kashanan, mankan. It kind of rhymes so and has rhythm, even if I can't read it. <laughs> I Punjabi. <laughs> How am I going to learn Punjabi if I don't try? <laughs> if I don't read Punjabi. <laughs> Bula, what do I know about Punjabi? Bula, what do I know about who I am? I am not a believer in the mosque, nor do I follow the rites of unbelief. I am not among the pure or the polluted. I am not Moses or Pharaoh. Bola, what do I know about who I am? I am not in the Vedas or in the scriptures. I am not in drugs or in liquor. I am not among the drunken reprobates. I am not in waking, nor am I in sleep. Bula. 
what do I know about who I am? Hmm. Yeah, good question. How do we know Bula? What do we know about Bula? What do we know about who we are? What do we know? The final verse of the K Fa Fa K Ka K Ka Fi Ka Fi K Fi is regularly marked by the poet's signature. That's why he says Bua. It this often proclaims Bua Shah's most powerful identification with his spiritual master, Shah Inayat who is frequently alluded to as the Lord, as here. Aval Akar Ap Nun Janan Nako Duja Ur Bajanan Maton Hur Naka Shyam Bula Shahu Kara He Khan Bulaki Janan Mankan. <laughs> I know myself to be first and last. I do not recognize anyone else. No one is wiser than I. Bula, who is the Lord standing here? Bula, what do I know about who I am? Hmm. 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 What do we know about him? That's the question. Bulasha <laughs> has also composed four longer poems in other genre consisting of stanzas arranged by chronological and other formal schemes to our lyrical and character and derived from the folk tradition. Arthvara, The Seven Days, is a strophic poem whose stanzas describe the experiences of the poetic lover on successive days, ending with Friday, which has a special status in Islam. I knew that was true. You see the Islamics out on Friday. It's a special day to go to the mosque. Uh, they dress up nice. Uh, ending with Friday, which is a special status in Islam, as the day prescribed for congregational prayer. Bayrain Ma. The twelve months which belongs to a similar genre, very widely employed in most North Indian literatures, is similarly constructed. With each of his twelve verses devoted to a month in the Indian Vikrami calendar. Hmm. What? I'm reading about the poetry. You want to hear more? Uh -huh. hmm? The poems, uh, but there's poems inside here. It's about the poems, and they quote the poems, and when they describe the poems. Uh -huh. All right, I could stop here. Uh -huh. hmm. Hmm. It's time to go out. Uh, it might rain later. Hmm. Hmm. We are reading about the uh, cave, cave feast, the poetry. Uh -huh. <laughs>